right, welcome in Undraftables Podcast bonus episode. Kate Carlton, Kate Livingston with you. And we're in remote locations for this bonus episode. Uh, I am in Pensacola, Florida at Margaritaville Beach Hotel. And I'll throw it over to Caleb Livingston, who's watching a little baseball. Well, you know, you need to be jealous of where I'm at. I'm sitting at the ballpark fixing to watch a little eight- and nine-year-old baseball. Can't get better <laughs> than that, Cade. So, get you some of that. <laughs> you know what? That might be better than the beach. Who knows? And I almost just got hit by a foul ball. No lie. <laughs> That's there's a Legion game going on right now, too, so. Yeah, that's that's perfect content right there. Just almost got hit by a ball. We're trying to do a podcast, but um, <laughs> so we thought we'd throw a little bonus episode out at you this week. Uh, it's not going to be as long as the one we did on Sunday with Pauline Love. This will probably only be about thirty, maybe forty minutes. But uh, for the first time in our podcast, we we're going to catch up with uh, Coach Jason Smith, the head coach of the Nettleton High School girls. Obviously, both of us have affiliation to that program. I'm the play-by-play announcer for Nettleton. Caleb is the um, one of the assistant coaches for Nettleton. So I know uh, for both of us, it's going to be fun to catch up with him uh, tonight. Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, you know, he's he's the guy that we've been giving shout-out to for his uh, Baltimore Orioles pick that yeah. we'll, you know, we'll kind of keep that tradition going. We'll have the man on himself. So pretty excited about this. Uh, i got to give one more shout-out. I don't know if you saw the news, but uh, – Coach Bubba Deaton is uh, yeah. expecting another child, and uh, hopefully Bubba's a loyal listener, you know, and uh, congrats to him and his wife, and uh, pretty neat. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and the way they did it on Twitter last night was a pretty cool little reveal deal that they did. So, yeah. No doubt, no doubt. That's pretty cool. But uh, we're going to chat with uh, Coach Smith today, uh, just about anything and everything. We're going to have a couple of top five lists we're going to go over uh, we're going to talk a little baseball and, you know, everything else in between. So it should be fun uh, with Coach Smith. And rather than keep telling you about it, we're just going to get into it. So here it is, uh, our chat with uh, Coach Jason Smith from today. Welcome back into the Undraftable Podcast. Kate, Carl- Kate Carlton, Kayla Livingston with you here as uh, we'll welcome in the head coach of the Nettleton Raiders girls basketball team, Coach Jason Smith. Coach Smith, what's up? Not much. How are you guys doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Yeah. Cade's at the beach. He should be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he's uh he's always got a tough life. That Cade Carlton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from 10:30 until 4:45 today, I was laying in the beach chair. So it was it was a terrible day. I got to tell you, it was a bad day. So how'd you how'd you get all all the women coming up to you? How'd you <laughs> how'd you keep all those off and at bay? Just social distancing rules. So yeah, hey, social. So got, thank, thankfully, social distancing rules were in place, so that helped. I got you. Hey, lucky, do, lucky for them. Cade is doing his part to get football back this fall. <laughs> uh, I am exactly right. social distancing and mask, man. Social distancing and mask. Um, yeah, he's he's uh, he's he's a heartbreaker, that Cade. <laughs> So we thought, uh, so Caleb and I, when we had Pauline on, we kind of teased going into a top five list and then we never kind of got into it. Uh, But that's kind of something we wanted to, you know, do on the show a little bit more. So we thought we would start with the top five list uh, when we were going to start with top five TV shows. um, And then Coach Smith was going to give us his top five players he's coached against. So 
we could start with top five TV shows, and I'll let whoever wants to start start us off with their top five TV shows. Well, first off, I think is I think Caleb may be at Disneyland or somewhere because there's there's at least two hundred fifty thousand <laughs> kids that I'm hearing. Um, but uh, I don't I don't mind to go first uh, for for TV shows. I think that's a pretty easy list for me. Okay, go for it. Well, do I do I go from five to one or top the best one to the to the fifth one? Uh, I'm going five to one. Save the best for last. Okay, all right. Well, I will say um, I'll say that for sure in my top five, and I know I'm going to leave some shows off because I haven't thought a lot about it. But I I watch Seinfeld start to finish. Um, and I think that's a, definitely a legendary show. Moving on, I would say that I was always a huge, or I am currently a huge Ozark fan. Yep. I think that that show is just, I mean, it, it you just, you're like white knuckle the entire time. I think Caleb hit a home run just now. <laughs> Double point. Oh, that's what right. I told you. We're going to hear a bunch of baseball in the background because of Caleb today. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, obviously Ozark is just phenomenal. And then it gets to my top two and, um, it's just, it's just totally different genres, but both, both I could just watch again and again and again. And actually I forgot when it Friday night lights is right there in that top five, yeah. uh, just awesome show. Um, but, uh, I'm going to say number two is, uh, entourage. Uh, okay. Another HBO series, just absolutely unbelievable, um, just just great. Uh, you know, it was just so well done. It was time for it to be over uh, when it was over, but uh, um, Entourage was just just awesome TV. And then um, number one, and uh, I'm I'm a nerd about it, and uh, <laughs> I, I've continued to be a nerd about it ever, even after it was over. Um, if you ask me the books I read, you'll you'll understand that I'm very much a nerd about it. But uh, Game of Thrones is my number one uh, TV show uh, of all time. So you got Game of Thrones, Entourage, Friday Night Lights, Seinfeld, and Ozark as your top five. Yeah, and then Curb Your Enthusiasm with with Seinfeld just kind of paired together there. Okay, oh, that's a good top five. I like it. Caleb, I'll let you go next. All right, I'll start with my number five, which has been a recently viewed show, thanks to Coach Neighbors, in the West Wing. Um, just really good uh, show about you know the president, the president, and politics with everything's going on. I was like, hey, why not? And it turned out to be one of my favorite shows. Uh, number four, we'll go with Suits. That was on USA. Yep, I remember um, that. Really good show. Just you know about about lawyers and stuff. Really neat. Uh, my top three, I have to go. I have to put Ozark at number three. Um, really excited about the last season being fourteen episodes. So that's going to be really cool uh, to see how it finishes up. And then my top two are the same as Coach Smith, but I'm going to go in different order. Uh, I'll go number two, uh, Game of Thrones. I actually did not watch an episode of that until January 2019. And got caught up with all the seasons before the start of the very last season. So, like, I got addicted to it. It was awesome. Um, I'm, I haven't read the books like Coach has, but that's on my to-do list at some point. And then my number one show, my favorite show of all time is Entourage. Like, 
I, I just it's freaking awesome. Like just the the storyline, you know, and and uh, the cameos that are in there with Mark Wahlberg, and then the numerous famous athletes and actors and and all that. Just I don't know if you could uh, can top it. So that's my top five. See, both of y'all have entourage in there, and I've I started it, and I never got into it, so it's not in my well, top five. But Cade, you're too young for that. You can't be watching Entourage. It's it's a it's a, like an <laughs> NC17 show, so you can't watch it. Maybe in a yeah. couple of years. Uh, yeah, Barry Barry had that blocked on your TV. <laughs> <laughs> he might have. I but I I actually did start the first season, and I just I don't know. I just didn't fall in love with it but uh so my top five is which i'm surprised y'all didn't have this in your top five number five the sopranos it's a great show uh number four the americans which came on fx so i actually i think i started watching in season three of that live and then caught the last three seasons and it was phenomenal uh number three seinfeld number two breaking bad and number one mad men mad men is phenomenal if y'all never seen that I have not. I, that's something I guess I need to go watch. That, yeah, yeah. I haven't either, and I figure I would like it. Don Draper is one of my favorite, if not my favorite, TV characters ever. It's it's a great show. So that that to me is the best show I've ever seen. But again, I haven't seen Entourage, so I need to watch that. There we go. We'll trade out. You watch Entourage. We'll try to watch Mad Men. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm down with and that. We'll I'm down. Come with back that. And, and and compare. <laughs> but I will say, I will say, and I think Caleb and I will agree on this. Those are my top five best shows. My favorite show of all time is How I Met Your Mother. Yes, that's one of my favorites too. Yeah, that's that's probably my favorite show of all time. And Friday Night Lights is close behind it in terms of favorite shows. So, but uh, I get it. It's solid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Friday Night Lights is kind of a soap opera, but it's still good. Yeah, well, and, and then if you've read the book and just, I mean, and you're hungry. Because I'll tell you an underrated show um, that went away after a year that I really liked. And it's just because of who we are and what we like. But uh, um, I think it was called Sports Desk. Yes, yeah. yep. Sports Night. I mean, you know, to me, I was so starving for a sports type show that you had that and you had uh, – um, you know, you had Friday Night Lights, and so it, it gave you it gave you something to look forward to and, and to watch. Yeah, and Coach Taylor's like maybe the best TV coach portrayal ever, too. So that helps too. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It was good. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, so top five TV shows. So we were talking uh, in our group text before we got on this about you know kind of what we wanted to get into, and so we wanted to dive into two top five lists. Um, and Coach Smith, I know you wanted to get into the top five players you'd ever, you've ever coached against. And obviously, um, coaching at Arkansas, coaching girls basketball at Arkansas, there's a lot of players you could put on that top five list. But uh, I know you kind of came up with one uh, of the top five players you've coached against. Yeah, well, and, and that's the thing is it. Uh, I was walking my dog about a half hour ago and started thinking about who would be on it and and just like tv shows i know i probably i'm gonna forget 50 kids who could definitely be on there um just just because uh, of how talented the state is how old i am how many you know games i've coached all that that type of stuff um but uh i've, I've been fortunate enough to coach against you know some just legendary top players and and uh um you know on that list and and i i was gonna uh rank them 
I'll tell you the best player I've ever coached against, and she's playing at UConn right now, and that's Kristen Williams. Yep. Um, but everybody else on this list are just – it's hard for me to put in a, in a, a number beside because it's, it's kind of different eras. Um, but uh, Kristen Williams is definitely the best player I've ever coached against. Who held that honor before we ran into CAC and Kristen Williams was Erica Smith, who's Erica Smith-Taylor now, uh, who's actually the head coach of West Memphis in our league. Um, but uh, I talk about just an absolute stud. Yeah. Uh, Erica Erica was. Um, and she, kids, she went to Louisiana Tech when Louisiana Tech was competing with Tennessee, Tech. you yeah. know, and, and UConn. So, so it's not like she – didn't go to a good college either. Yeah, no, I mean, and then, you know, I mean, she, and she played pro ball and, and could have played longer, but then, you know, she uh, uh, she got married to uh, Jermaine Taylor and, uh, you know, kind of the rest is history on that. And she's done such a good job coaching. Uh, she was at Forest City for a few years. And, uh, you know, now she's going to take over at West Memphis. And, and I think they hit a home run because, um, you know, Erica will – I don't envy playing West Memphis for the years to come in, in our league. Um, another outstanding, amazing offensive player that I coached against uh, with a funny story attached is a girl named Wakita Tobar. Uh, she's from Blyville. And uh, with Wakita, I remember her senior year, um, we, uh, you know, we were decent. We weren't great, but they were really good. And the first time we played them, uh, we held her to 43. We, we played straight man, <laughs> and, uh, and and she scored 43, and they beat us by six. And so uh, Coach Brad Davis and I, Brad was my assistant at the time. He coaches boys now. But we thought, well, we're going to do something different here. We, they beat us by six, so we're going to play some junk defense. We played we played a, uh, a diamond in one on Wakita Tobar, and in that game we held her to 46 points. And uh, – we lost by six again. And so, in two games against us, uh, Wakita, her senior year, averaged 44 and a half points a game. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, she was amazing. She went on to play at Alabama A&M. And then uh, the cool thing about it is that here in the last five years, uh, she graduated from Georgetown School of Law, and she's a lawyer somewhere, um, you know, from Blyville. And, and so, she's definitely in that list. Uh, Rachel Allison. A local kid here uh, played at, at Nettleton and then Jonesboro yep. uh, and then went on and played at Baylor. Um, obviously, she's on that list. Just Rachel was uh, – she could just do it all. Uh, just a, a five-tool player in basketball. And, uh, you know, she was amazing. Um, another girl from Blyville back in the day, a girl named Whitney Jones. Uh, just talk about a stud post kid. Um, another post kid that I can mention would be Whitney Zacharyson. Uh, from CAC, and then followed up with Adrian Davey uh, from CAC. I mean, they they were uh, two just – they actually played on the same team. One was a senior, one was a freshman, and uh, just absolutely unbelievable players. Um, and uh, it seems like I'm forgetting somebody I was going to mention. Uh, Pauline. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend Pauline and the Rivercrest Colts. Uh, back, back when I was uh, at Valley View years and years ago, uh, it was us and Rivercrest. It seemed like every single year uh, battling for the conference championship, and and normally we're uh, contenders to you know in, in the state tournament. And uh, Pauline, for four years, that Joker uh, 
I mean, talk about a handful. She, you know, she, one thing about her, she, she'll, she'll tell you she could like shoot the ball and stuff. But I know this, I know that if she shot it outside of the paint, it was a win for us because we couldn't keep her from getting to the rim. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'll never forget, I think it was her junior year, actually. Uh, we were at Rivercrest, played a triple overtime game. And uh, to win it, to win the league, Rivercrest had a girl named Star Taylor, uh, not the one that played at ASU here recently, but a girl named Star Taylor who off one leg flung it in, falling out of bounds from the corner and beat us in triple overtime. And that's that's uh, that's one you don't forget. Um, but uh, Pauline was definitely on the list. And then, I mean, heck, currently there's so many great players. Uh, yeah. You know, a uh, girl uh, just, just she's headed to Tennessee. Uh, Destiny Salary from over at Jonesboro, uh, obviously one of the best I've ever coached against. And then one who we're going to have to deal with um, this coming year in the league uh, that I'm not excited about is uh, Izzy Higginbottom. Uh, you know, we've played Izzy forever, and we still haven't stopped her. <laughs> and uh, just, uh, you know, just a kid that's it's easy to root for. Um, and then, you know, there's one more that I'll, I'll mention from the old Jay Cook Paragool Ram days, and that's Sydney Layrock. Yeah, uh, you know Sydney Jenkins now. I mean, my gosh, another kid who could just she's a lot like Rachel Allison, um, just wasn't quite as as long or tall, but I mean, just a skilled player who could post you up, who could shoot it. Um, you know, won a state championship at Paragool. Uh, but that's just that's some of my list, and I know I didn't keep it to five, and I know I left a hundred kids off. Um, and then the last one that I will mention, um, I was actually fortunate enough to get to coach her for two years. But uh, when she was a freshman, having to go against a freshman named Ilana Eaton was no fun. And, uh, you know, I, we, we had to stick a Division One defender on Ilana Eaton to slow her down, which shows you what a stud she was, uh, you know, as a freshman, getting her knee hurt as a freshman and then as a sophomore, just being a stud, um, you know, having to go against her. So, so that's my list. Uh, I don't know how it stacks up against anybody else's, but I think that that's a lot of good kids. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, there's, I mean, there's so much talent in Arkansas, especially in the last like five to ten years. I think there's just been so much girls' talent in Arkansas. It's really hard to make a list of, you know, the top five players, even just at Nettleton that we played against in the last ten years. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and that's the thing too is, I mean, if you play the schedule, we try to play every year to yeah. where you go out of state or you, you know, uh, uh, just try to play some of the. Uh, schools that are bigger than we are some of the best smaller schools um you know you run across a lot of really talented kids that that um that you remember yeah for sure uh so a couple of more things you were getting into wanted to get into before we got out of here uh the the first thing is so yesterday which what wednesday the first uh netflix put out that ozark was going to have a final season season four it's going to be 14 episodes um, I know both of y'all have gotten to watch season three. So uh, just, you know, what were your thoughts on season three and then how excited are both of you for a 14-episode final season coming up next year? I'll tell you, it'll, it'll be a lot of anxiety. Um, <laughs> I, uh, because, I, I mean, you seriously, you just sit there on the edge of your seat the whole time and you know – you know something's about to happen, but it still it's it's it still scares you. It's like back in the day when I'd go to the movies and watch those Friday the Thirteenth. You knew yeah. Jason was fixing to kill somebody, but it still scared the mess out of you when he did. 
Yeah, it seems like every episode, it's not just one crazy thing that happens, it's multiple, and and it's like, holy crap, and it changes the whole, what you thought was going to happen in the season, and it's like, well, no, I was wrong, so it, 14 episodes, going to be incredible. But yep. See, my hope is that in those 14 episodes, Darlene and Wyatt are done for. Or, yeah, Darlene and Wyatt, no, Dar- no Darlene and Wyatt storyline, because that was the worst part of season three. Yeah, but I think it's going to be even bigger because you're you're going to – because Ruth, I mean, has now, I guess – I don't want to spoil her load or anything, but but I hate the turn that Ruth took, and I feel that they're going to be a big part of, of, of Ruth's storyline in that last one. Yeah, I do too. Because I think we were all in agreement that, like, Ruth was our favorite character, and then she kind of turned at the end of season three a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially with 14 episodes, I've got to ha- have her a big part of the story, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. But I thought uh, I, season one's really good, but season three's right up there with season one to me. I thought season two was a little bit of a letdown, but season three and season one, are I'd put them up against just about any show. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's some great moments, uh, great episodes in season two, I guess, to bridge where we're at right now to yeah. back in the beginning. Um, but, but yeah, there's some, also some weird stuff that they probably could have done without. They need, just needed to feel a little, you know, bridge some gaps. All right. Last thing we're going to get into, uh, you know, Caleb and I kind of talked about it a little bit on the show about the MLB coming back. Uh, I know you've already put a $2 bet down on the Orioles to win the world series. Coach yeah, Smith. I did. So just how excited are you to have baseball back and just even though they might be terrible to have the Orioles back? Oh, I, I'm excited. Um, you know, I'm extremely excited. Uh, you know, and it's not just the Orioles. It's, I mean, I play fantasy baseball. I'm, I'm in a very competitive um, – y- y'all really seeing what a nerd I am talking about uh, <laughs> sci-fi fantasy, the books I read, the shows I watch. And now – but fantasy baseball, is. Uh, I'm in a highly competitive league. Um and he is because between him and Coach Rainwater, every day it's something about fantasy baseball. So yeah, yeah, and so that gives me something to something to do. Uh, you know, uh, watching because I have the MLB Network. I, I watch games every single night, um, and uh, so yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm ecstatic. Uh, you know, I, I I was disappointed that they I think that they had one sitting. They had a they had one just a ball sitting on a tee that they could have hit it out of the park and they, they just couldn't, yeah. couldn't get out of their own way. Um, and, uh, you know, blame, blame can be laid at a lot of people's feet on that. So I think that they missed that boat, but, uh, um, uh, man, I'm excited for it to be back. I, I, I honestly, I hope, uh, beyond all hope that there's not any, um, anything that that is a roadblock or, or something happens to where it, it winds up getting postponed or canceled or anything like that because i just think that i think that america's hungry for something and uh you know i i i think it's it's a great chance for it to feel like summer when baseball finally comes back yeah i'm with you and it's i mean it's the first i don't know at, at that point if it'll be the first just depending on when nhl starts but i mean it's the first big four sport we're going to get back since everything shut down in March. I mean, that's that's one of the most exciting things. Like, we've had golf and UFC and stuff like that, but to have one of the big core four sports back in America, that's going to be fantastic. 
Yeah, without a doubt. I, I think we're all looking forward to it and should be pretty fun. And they'll get at least two weeks of uh, Sports Center by themselves, I think. Yeah. At least until yeah. the NBA starts back. Yeah, and they will. And, and the thing is, is, is – the, the the cool thing about it, it, I don't think it has to be NBA versus Major League Baseball. Yeah, I mean if you if you do a thirty minute show, thirty minutes of Sports Center on each, no one's going to be disappointed about that. And uh, you know, I, I just I, I think that uh, uh, you know it's got a chance to be really good. I think that that there'll be more people watching than ever before. Um, I, I'm assuming that there won't be fans at these games at least early. Um, is, do y'all know that for sure? I, I may be out of the loop. Uh, so everybody except for the Cubs, the Cubs are actually going to sell those uh, seats that are like across the ballpark and those balconies or whatever. So they're going to sell those. But I think everybody else, no attendance whatsoever. Yeah. And so, you know, that's that's understandable uh, but disappointing. But what I think that you'll see is, is that ratings will go up to where, you know, it used to be minuscule ratings for, for yeah. baseball. But – I mean, you, you got to figure if there's if there's a baseball game on, um, you know, there may be people watching basketball too, but but there's a large part of America that'll have have that that baseball game, uh, you know, on their TV set. Well, yeah, because they're going to be on ESPN and the ESPN two and MLB Network. So, I mean, the biggest problem baseball's ran into is being regionalized the last few years, and they're they're not going to be regionalized because they're one of the only sports back this year. You know. Yeah. Well, and 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 two, and I don't know if they've decided as far as the the you know MLB at bat and that kind of stuff yeah. I mean as long as if, surely to goodness they won't have blackouts because if they have blackouts then then I just think that that's dumb um if, if fans can't go to the games there's no reason to have blackouts and so it'll uh I don't know I, I'm just excited I uh I've got my calendar and I'm, I'm I'm marking off the days until until baseball season I think I think we're all right there with you for just the return of some live sports, but uh, without a doubt, without a doubt, uh, Coach Smith, thanks for hopping on. Fun to catch up with you. Uh, you're welcome on any time. And uh, I know Caleb and I were talking about if we get football this year, uh, we'll have to have you and Coach Deaton and a few other coaches on to kind of make some picks every week. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd love to. Hey, one other thing, I'm, I'm sitting here with uh, with one of your. Uh, um, one of your at least 500,000 listeners to the podcast. <laughs> and and he he wants you to ask him a couple questions. Um, you know, maybe, maybe do a top five with him uh, if, if you've got a couple minutes because he's been sitting here beside me the whole time mad that he didn't get to be a part. So if y'all got a couple questions for my freshman son, Bo Kid Smith, uh, here he is. What's up, Bo? What's up? Uh, do you have a top five TV shows we can go over? Uh, yeah. Okay, what's your top five TV shows? Okay, um... This better not be a trash list. Uh, can you count to five, Bo? Yeah. <laughs> uh, The Office, number one. Okay, it's already trash. No. <laughs> the Office, number one. Office, number one, okay. Uh, have you watched Kingdom on Netflix? I have not. I've heard of. It. I've actually heard that one's good. Yeah, that that's somewhere in my top five. I don't know if it's going to be number two though. Okay. Uh, uh, Gotham on Netflix. Okay. I haven't seen that one, but I've heard it's good. Gotham. Um, Green Arrow. Caleb, have you ever uh, heard of that show? I have. Okay. I have. I, I've, I've never heard of it. So the 
Cage, you're younger than I am, but it's even for more of a younger generation than you. So, <laughs> okay, then that, that makes sense. And he turns he turns 16 here in a couple weeks, but I, I've not allowed him to watch uh, Game of Thrones yet. Uh, he's banned, and, and the deal we made a couple years ago is that when he turns 16, he'll get to watch it. So his list may change. Has he watched Ozark? No, he okay. hasn't been allowed to watch either yeah. one of them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, if he wasn't going to be able to watch Game of Thrones, I figured he couldn't watch Ozark. No. <laughs> All right, you got one more. What's your other one? The Walking Dead. Oh, my gosh. That show was awful after season one. No, it wasn't. Until it got to about season season six, then it got bad. Whenever they got to the farm in season two, it, it started sucking. <laughs> Bo, I'm just glad you came on. You know, I hadn't got to see you a lot this summer because of COVID. I know you've missed us, but uh, it's good I to hear you. your voice, Bo. Thanks. I hey, appreciate it. And, uh, did you like the car wash that Caleb gave you the other day when we got done recording the podcast? No, not really. And then, like, it was embarrassing because I had to turn my windshield wipers on and Coach Deaton asked me if it was raining because I t- <laughs> forgot to turn them on. Hottest, hottest day of the summer is these guys' windshield wipers on for some reason. <laughs> Somebody threw a water bottle on this car. I don't know who it was. Somebody threw a water bottle on the windshield. So, <laughs> Well, Bo, Coach Smith, thanks for hopping on. It was good to catch up with you guys. Appreciate you, man. See All you, right. Thanks. See you, Coach Smith. Caleb, we'll see you. See you. All right. Thanks to Coach Jason Smith for hopping on with us tonight. A special bonus episode of the Undraftables podcast. Um, it won't be the only time in the next couple of weeks we're going to have two episodes. Uh, we'll kind of tell you about that next week because that's coming up in a couple of weeks. But, um, you know, I know we're both excited uh, for the episode next week. It's, you know, we kind of had a Lady Razorback episode at the beginning of this week, and next week we're going to stay in the SEC, and we're going to travel down to Knoxville to have a couple of conversations uh, with some Lady Balls. Yeah, yeah, excited about, uh, you know, Tennessee assistant coach Lacey Gowire coming on. Um, you know, she was a, a Lady Razorback coach when uh, Coach Neighbors took the job. She was there for a couple – years and then took her talents to rocky top and then we've got uh jonesboro high school i guess former jonesboro high school yeah. standout now uh destiny salary who will be a freshman at uh tennessee this next year she's actually already on campus working out uh, um you know get we'll get to see uh hear her insights of how workouts are going and how being on campus during this covid's going on and uh really excited about that yep uh but thanks to Coach Smith for coming on. That was some good insight. Good to hear uh, some of his uh, top fives, and always good to have uh, Coach Smith on. I'm sure he. I'm sure that's not the only time uh, he'll be on in this podcast in the course of its run. No, absolutely not. I mean, when the Orioles win about ten games this year, we <laughs> we will for sure have him back on to, you know, talk about that two dollar bet that he still could have bought us Diet Cokes with. Hey, and if they do win the World Series, we can have him on to talk about that $2 bet in a more positive limelight. Hey, and, and then he could become our first sponsor of the show with his $8,000 that he won. <laughs> the Jason Smith Baltimore Orioles Fund. Yes. First sponsor I'm, of the Undraftables podcast. I'm, I'm, that's, that's the stuff I'm here for. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thanks to Coach Smith for coming on. Shout out to Cable Livingston watching baseball tonight. Uh, and we'll be back, what, July 7th? Uh, with the little Rocky Top edition. So July 7th, uh, 
And we'll talk to you guys on July 7th. For Coach Jason Smith, for Kate Lewis, and I'm Kate Carlton. So long, everyone. We'll talk to you guys in a few days.